Maybe we should have watched some kind of wonderful. Jamie? Yep. Let's go watch Explorers. To another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. It's here where myself, Jamie Lorello, and DP McCambridge discuss a movie of the 1980s. This week, we discuss one in honor of the first moon landing. Is that correct? Well, the first walk on the moon. The first had- walk. I'm sure we had things land on them. Oh, man. You know what? We shouldn't talk about stuff. Hey, we don't know I don't work much. for NASA. I don't work for NASA. I don't have that kind <laughs> yes, of information. The only people that know anything about moon landings <laughs> work for NASA. <laughs> we are celebrating it with a review of this fine 1985 movie. Um, we come together um, every so often to do this, and we're coming together right now. Not in a spaceship. Not in a tilt-a-whirl. Just in our homes. You know, the one thing about this movie is I sat there for so long going, I really want to ride the Tilt-A-Whirl. You like, kind of did, right? You missed a Tilt-A-Whirl tilt. ride. I you really do? do. Yes. You must have a good, like, um, like a good vestibular system. Like, the, the spinning doesn't get you dizzy or anything? They have this, and this is, uh, I mean, this is, I'm not going to say near where you grew up, but if mm. you go to Knoebel's. Oh, yeah. They yeah. have the best tilt-a-whirl at Knoebel's. What makes it so wonderful? First of all, the ride just lasts so long. All the rides there just go on seemingly forever. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, I don't know what it is about these cars, they spin. And, I mean, they really get spinning. Oh. Where some tilt-a-whirls you get on and you're kind of just rocking back it's and kind forth. kind of mellow, you yeah. get that. No. People, if you are able to ever make it to Knoebel's, also it's great because there's no – entrance fee like oh so you pay per ride you pay per ride or you get a pass but you don't have to pay to get oh, in so nice. when we take our kids we go with my parents and they just kind of like hang out and we'll watch the it's just little like a one day for them we go on a coaster yeah yeah so it's you know this episode is sponsored by knobles i love it he doesn't knobles also spot like isn't snoopy kind of the mascot of knobles is uh, that right that is dorney park Oh, all right. Yeah. Sorry. Journey Park, where the rides are shorter and the lines are longer. Yeah. And it's but just, there's a water park there. There is a gross Dorney water park. Dorney Park and if Wild you, Water Kingdom. Yeah. If you're one of those mm-hmm. psychos that likes to go to water park and be in a <laughs> pool with a thousand other strangers, go for it. Apparently, it's a good one, but that's not my thing. That's not your thing. Knobles, no. Tilt-A-Worlds, those are your things. Mm-hmm. Well, then this <laughs> might starts, have brought some good... With the, Tilt-a-whirl. Have you ever looked at a tilt-a-whirl and thought, that could be a spaceship? No. Uh, no? It's pretty great, though. <laughs> I mean, well, have you, once they make it, it, I was like, oh, that's a really great idea, and that's a really nice spaceship, and it's pretty spacious. Yes, yeah, spacious. Thing. They have, like, a TV is, like, one of the windows or something, right? It's very... Yeah. There's a trash can, which... Which I thought was kind of strange. I was like, okay, so you're in this bubble that protects you from everything, and right. yet you have to wall yourself also up inside of a tilt wall Sure. Yeah. Oh, that made sense. Well, because <laughs> that's so they travel together. No, no, no. I just don't understand why they can't sit in a tilt world in the bubble. Oh, oh, like, oh, why in the they bubble. have to have portholes and all sorts of other stuff. I like when they go through the drive-in movie and nobody really notices that they're buzzing through. No, they they <laughs> crash the into movie. the food stand or the concession yeah. stand. Nobody seems to notice. No. No, it, quite or, the crash too. It's quite the crash. And we don't even just hear one person say like, well, "Was that a car or something?" No. No. And the only people that apparently dogs are aware of them. All yeah. the dogs in the neighborhood are alerted to them. None of the people. Yeah. No. And they're a pretty obvious tilt-a-whirl floating. <laughs> it is very <laughs> obvious. 
when he wants to spy on that girl like some sort of weird pervert. Yeah, I was like, yes. it's just you in an Floating. invisible bubble. Yeah, right outside of her window. How could she not see you? How could it not be mildly noticeable God. at best? Before yeah. we talk about this movie, can we just talk about a couple things? Sure. If you're listening to this episode when it comes out, if you're mm-hmm. if you look at your watch right now or your calendar and you see that it is Friday, July 26th. Yeah. You should go to Philadelphia tomorrow. Yeah, you should schedule a little outing for yourself. A little outing. Go mm-hmm. to the bar Tattooed Mom in Philadelphia. It's a curvy little spot. Be there at 5:30. Yeah. Go upstairs, and you can hear us talk about Supergirl. Yeah, we might be flying through the air, just as our heroes in this movie fly through the air. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? They have seats that are like bumper cars. I wonder if they have a -a tilt-a-whirl in that place. Oh, I wonder. Well, we need the computer to log in and get our coordinates so we can build that crazy bubble, which, yeah, the science behind this movie is is not exactly. But anyway, that's where we're going to be tomorrow. And just something that we did not mention at all. Haven't mentioned. If you're on the fence and you're like, I don't know. I live right down the street, but I don't want to walk two blocks to hear you guys. And just like last year, you'll probably put the episode up for everyone to hear anyway. Guess what? Oh, boy. Unless you're a patron and you paid for Jamie's airfare to fly out for this, <laughs> you're not going to hear this episode. It will only go up for patrons. That's right. And it won't go up for patrons right away. It'll be a little while. Yeah. So this yeah. is going to be your only chance to hear to us talk about To see it live. Girl. And you're going to see it live. Yes. So it's like an episode that the patrons get. It's like an unedited version mm-hmm. where we'll we'll probably be consuming some beers while we talk about sure. Supergirl. Maybe we'll buy you one. We don't know. Not while we not while we're talking, of course, because we have to discuss. But but it'll be a good <laughs> it'll be a good time to buy beers. In the middle yeah, of the we're like, oh wait, hold on, we got some company. We told them we'd spot them a beer or two. I would just show up. How drunk are we going to be when we start? I don't know. How drunk are we going to be by the end of this? You know, just know. for that alone, just to see just what's these going questions, on. right? And they have great tater tots. So get what? some tater tots. Didn't they have good tater tots there? No, I feel like no. their tater tots are pretty tasty. You know what? Let's say they did. <laughs> so you're going to get yourself some tater tots. Uh-huh. You're going to get a beer. Uh-huh. The last time we were there, they had lots of like crazy spider rings, you know, those like cheapo spider rings. You're going to put a spider ring on. You're going to go upstairs and you're going to watch us and hear us all in live action and, and not animated. Not live action animation, right? Which would be interesting. Live which action maybe animation. I think... Wait, are the animators making this? <laughs> People are watching it. Are the animators frantically drawing things? What is yeah. this live action animation you speak of? <laughs> anyway, look. You also, can see all how of this. drunk was I last year? I don't remember the tater tots. I don't remember spider rings. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think they were. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lots of stickers. Yeah. Well, you can't miss the stickers. They're everywhere. But anyway, everybody come out and see us. Um, And the last thing I want to talk about before we start this episode is if you are a patron or interested on August 1st, our bonus episode. It's coming soon. On the Beverly Hills Madam comes out. Oh, and it is a good one. I will tell you. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great TV e- movie. Right. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say about it. Who, who's in it? <laughs> we recorded the episode so long ago. Uh, who's, the, who's the Beverly Hills Madam? She's also in Supergirl. Faye, Faye Dunway. Dunway mm-hmm. is in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's her name? Head of the class. Uh, married to Mike Tyson. Robin Givens. Robin Givens mm-hmm. is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, we're not doing this movie justice. It is so trashy bad. It's- it's amazing. It, it's so it's, bad. It's good. It's a good time. Great movie. Is what it, it, is. it really is. It's okay, a, yeah. Thanks for bailing yeah. me out there because I didn't know what to say. You, about you it. were very forgetful. Very forgetful, Frankie. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. 
That's okay. Anyway, everybody, uh, <laughs> that's it. So go to our Patreon.com slash Good Times Great Movies. See what's there. There's so many past episodes, so many more to come. And our next one is on August 1st. Coming up soon. Coming up real soon. All right. So should we talk about the explorers? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's explore. Let's explore the stars or just a creek for a long time in this movie. Or a lot of fog machines, right? Or smoke machines. There's so much fog in this movie. Very foggy, very foggy places that um, these guys go to. So this is the explorers directed by Joe Dante, who's made better things. (laughs) You know what? You know what? I'm going to withhold judgment on this movie until the yeah. end. Yeah. Because who knows? I I have a feeling about this movie, but by the end, maybe it will change. Okay. Okay. You never know as we, as we come to talk about it. It is the first movie for both Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix. That is amazing to me because they're both doing a pretty great job. Excellent. Excellent. I have to say River Phoenix's professor look because they give him these big old glasses Mm -hmm. and he kind of looks like later. We've already watched the, um, what was the Harrison Ford movie we saw him in? The Mosquito Coast. Oh, no. Mosquito Coast where Harrison Ford is sort of the scientist with the big glasses and the, and, and. River Phoenix does a great job as kind of this this scientisty kid, this this nerdy kind of kid. And Ethan Hawke is, I think it just proves that he was he was going to be a he's a good actor. He was great in this as young as he was. And the third kid, I don't the, know. Yeah, the third kid didn't. He, didn't he did a great much. job, but I don't know what he does. He was in I know my first name is Stephen, which was a great TV movie. He was in that, yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know who else he? You know what else he was in? Um, uh. He was the older brother in The Lady in White. Oh, so he had a couple of things he did in the eighties, but not a whole lot. I think I, I looked him up, and I think he retired from acting in the mid nineties. He had had enough. He yeah, had he had enough. had enough. Maybe this was the apex. I think for him, I think it may have been. Okay. But Ethan Hawke is. He's such a little Ethan Hawke. Like, you can see the older Ethan Hawke in his mannerisms, Mm -hmm. his expressions. Mm -hmm. It's really great to see that. It's kind of fun to watch, yeah. Yeah. River Phoenix is good. It's a weird character, I think, because it's almost... Like, this is a character that should be in a body switch movie. Like, he should have... Because he's like an old man. He's He's like an old man trapped in a child's body. Yeah. It's pretty funny. He plays it a little too old man-ish at times. Well, I was reading a little bit right before we started that first he was supposed to be cast as the Darren character. So the other... Who's the, the Darren? One. Sorry, the, I didn't pay attention to their names oh. in this movie. So Darren is the character of the actor that... The, I know my first name is Steven Actor. So... And then I guess since this was River Phoenix's first film, he mm-hmm. was straight from like what he was raised on like a commune in, in South America. Yep, yep. So he didn't know a lot of the lingo and some of the terms oh. that he was using because he just wasn't raised around American pop culture. So he looked that, at the script and went thunder road. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. He said thunder road. Thunder road. No, there were things, I guess, that he... So right. maybe that's why some of his character was even more um, maturely played. But I, I think you're. I think all three of these child actors are doing a good job. And I yes. would say that if Amanda Peterson was given anything to do, she'd probably be fine. But she's given nothing no. to do in this Just movie. Just smile every now and then. Yeah. At Ethan so- Hawke. Mm-hmm. And fly. She gets to fly at the end. She does get to fly at the end, which is baffling. I mean, at that, yeah. part in the, at that point in this movie, I'm so out and I don't care what's going on. I don't know what's happening. And I was just – I watched them fly and I was like, please let this movie end. Like, please let this be the end of this movie. And mercifully, it was. Yeah. Yeah. When they all fly together but into it's space. It's too long. It's too long. Too long. And it's about an hour and 45. Too long. That's too 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 much. And it's not, that would not be too long if the movie continues to be what it sets out to be at the beginning. Yes. Yes. I would, I would happily watch 
an hour and 45 minute long movie about these kids inventing a spaceship and mm-hmm. flying around and getting into goofy hijinks. You know mm-hmm. what? Even if they went into space and, I don't know, orbited the moon and there's problems like in that whatever, space. Apollo whatever movie. Oh, right. Fine. Have them solve real life issues. Have them band together, come back. Oh, I can't believe we made it. Great, the end. I'd watch an hour, 45 minutes of that. But you, I know when you get thrown off. I know when we all get a little uncomfortable. We should all get uncomfortable. If you like this movie, if you listen to this and you like this movie all the way through, I need answers. I well, need to know. All right. I might be able to provide some. Okay. I might be able to provide some. Now, I can't fully, but I might be able to provide some. I can provide now or I can provide when we get there. Let's, let's wait till let's we get, get there. there. Let's get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I should have known we were in trouble when the movie starts with something that looks like Tron. Oh, I had some Tron flashbacks. What the heck? <laughs> so many Tron flashbacks. There are several times where they're dreaming that they're in a computer. And there is an episode of the cartoon Muppet Babies where they're oh. in a computer and it looks better than this stuff. Oh. Well, they're – yeah, and I don't understand. I guess that's because he's dreaming in the beginning mm-hmm. that – of the program – that makes this bubble? Is that why he's able? Because then he gets up right away. Ethan Hawke does in it. In it. Ethan Hawke has this dream mm-hmm. where first he's floating, which is interesting enough to watch him like fly like Peter Pan through the clouds. It's, it's great, terrible, like 80s green screen stuff. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And if you're mm-hmm. nostalgic for that, it's really fun to watch this. And again, Ethan just kind of floating around. But then he like is in this like computer grid. I, I don't thing. know. It doesn't and, matter. But you're right in that this whole thing, the whole beginning exists because, like you said, he gets up and he, he has to sketch out this thing, this shape with circuits or whatever nonsense he's sketching out. And he brings that to... To his super smart friend, Wolfgang. Wolfgang, who is, I think, homeschooled, right? He doesn't... got to be homeschooled. You know what? I... Didn't even really think about it, but you're right. He was he wasn't at school. No, he walkie talkies him first in yes. the middle of the night, and it's like, hey, you got it. Which, wow, what what great reception on those walkie talkies because oh he doesn't live close by. I mean, this movie is it's such a time, and now with Stranger Things, I think that you know yeah. people our age. That's why people our age love Stranger Things so much. Is it it really harkens back to this and Goonies. Because sure. it's kid-centric. You're available for your friends all the time. Yeah. You're traveling everywhere on bikes together. Yeah. Everyone's inseparable. The kids are the heroes of the movie. You spend mm-hmm. all the time with them. Adults are there in the background, kind right. of. But it's all about kids. And it's funny now because there's such a pushback by some people against, like, Marvel movies and superhero movies like oh everything now has to be a superhero movie and I just think about people probably like our parents age in mm-hmm. the 80s like why is everything these stupid kid movies oh yeah I'm yeah, sure yeah. they had the same feeling but yeah. this does have that feel and it's nice and it's comfortable and I like to see that like I still yeah. love the Goonies it's still a great movie sure yeah so we watch Ethan Hawke sorry I'm not going to use character names uh, we, we watch Benjamin, it. I think is his name, if we need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We watch yeah. Ethan Hawke get punched in the face at school. Yeah, bloody nose and everything. Yeah, by a bully who's on his way to a mullet. He's not quite there yet, but Mm-mm. it's coming in. It's coming in. The best know? bullies do have yeah. mullets and yeah, bad hair. A, yeah. a year or two, you know, when he's entering high school, I'm sure yeah. that thing's mulleting out. FOMO. <laughs> and then some kid who... I don't know if these two have ever interacted before this. I don't think so. So this kid intervenes. This kid's Mm -hmm. smaller than Ethan Hawke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he intervenes, like, pushes the bully around or something. He's wearing a giant coat, like a big trench coat almost. Mm -hmm. And then he rides away on a motorcycle. Yeah, he's got like a little moped that he just scoots away on to the saddest house. He's got the saddest little life. He talks about it. This was another thing that I want a movie of this kid's life too because I'm like, his his dad has to be some 
alcoholic, right? Well, and you wanted to know more about the dad, too, because he's the one that also brings us to the, the junkyard where we find the Tilt-A-Whirl. And I love it when they feed the dog bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't swallow it, no, he just chews it. Just chews it. I'm and teach he does. him how to blow bubbles. And then later, I didn't understand the parallel because the helicopter guy also likes to chew bubble gum. I didn't know if there's a parallel between the dog's bubble gum chewing and Joe Dante just bought a lot of gum, and he's like, "Well, what are we going to do with this?" He kind of saves Ethan Hawke from his fight, and then Ethan Hawke can't help but sort of follow him to his house. He and catches he's got... him on his pedal bike. Like, he pedals yeah. up in no time. As I like it too. He's like. Hey, why'd you run away? Why'd you run away from me? And he says something like, Jesus, I helped you out, but I didn't think that'd mean you were going to follow me forever. Um, but then it turns out he's got a pretty sad little life. He's got his, he, his mom died when he was oh younger yes. and the dad is just can't hold down a job. I guess he's an alcoholic. He's got a girlfriend. I, there's a lot of questions that I need answered about this yeah. kid's life, especially later when he's like, Let's call it the Thunder Road. It's a Bruce Springsteen song. And I don't know if you've ever listened to that song, but it is a sad, sad song. And I'm like, this kid's drunken father has listened to this song for decades. Because it was a song from like the mid-70s, too. It wasn't a contemporary song at this time. I like how they're all agreed. Like, yeah, Thunder Road's a great name for a spaceship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then when he steals his dad's beer and he's like, oh, yeah, I took my dad's beer. It's pretty good. My dad drinks a lot of it. (laughs) why isn't this the movie why isn't this the movie don't go to space don't meet aliens just these kids hard times i want this movie hard times for this darren is this kid's name i thought it was Derek, but it's darren all right i'm just gonna refer to him as the kid with the bad home life if that's okay oh yeah that's fine because that's basically his background um ethan hawk invites him back to his house or something Invites him back to River Phoenix's house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, they have a a stream or a creek that apparently is almost like a railway system between everybody's house. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's always foggy. Very foggy there. And there really isn't any water in there. It's just a barren, Mm -hmm. dried-up creek. Yeah. There's also junk Kind of mystical. (laughs) Yeah. Did you notice how much junk is just around... Um, River Phoenix's house too? Well, I think that's because they're scientists and they do a lot of experiments maybe. Like the dad was looking for bug traps or something. There's Mm -hmm. definitely junk around Darren, the the sad kid's house because (laughs) his dad like collects junk or something like that. Like when we first pull up to his house, there's like just an abandoned car. It looks like it's in a trailer or something. It's very... I don't know if Very he's sad. collecting it. I know people that just have cars sitting on their lawns and they're not collecting it. That thing just, just never Decor. Left. Yeah. It's just decor. Decor. But Wolfgang not only has a lot of Wolfgang, River Phoenix, not mm-hmm. only has a lot of junk, he also has a ton of siblings. <gasps> right? Like his a, household is a delight. Yeah, it's a gem. I agree. Again, Ethan Hawke's home life is the only one that isn't really talked about. We see his yeah. mom. Mm-hmm. We never see his dad, hear about his dad, hear from his dad via his mom or anything. We don't know anything about his home life. These other two kids, I want to live in their households. I want a movie about each of them because these people are crazy. <laughs> Wolfgang's family is so fun. They're clearly Germans, German scientists. Um, Accents? Good accents. Don't know, but there's a bunch of accents flying around this house. Like you said, the little baby or the kid is eating breakfast through like a a Halloween mask. It's funny because it's not really a Halloween mask because it's not like a mask of captain america Mm. or count chocula or anything it's just like something that a store would put in their window like a Uh jack-o'-lantern with the word boo above it but he cut eye holes and a mouth hole in this thing and he's eating eating cereal through it Uh and the dad's wearing a weird mask too i don't know he's looking for a bug bomb he's running around the house yelling about it yeah it's It's crazy. And his mom is just, she's got a big bowl of something. She's just scooping Scooping stuff out. Mm -hmm. She offers them baklava. Yep. (laughs) 
Yep. And then baklava, which then I was like, are these people Greek? And I went, no, no. listen to those accents. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. They're not. But, and down in the basement is where young Wolfgang is also doing some experiments. Like I said before we started recording, I don't want to get into the science because I think it's all garbage science and I didn't not make note of anything they were saying. Mm. Um, but he does have a mouse that they have given pedals that make Oh, yeah. Words? He can communicate through the, the – the mouse touches the pedals and communicates, I want more cheese. Yeah. The mouse has four pedals. One says I, the other one want, the other one more, the other one cheese. Mm-hmm. And they're so aggravated by this mouse asking for cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if that's the only thing you gave him to say, what is he going to do? What do you want to do with it? Yeah. The kid and the dad, they both hate this mouse. Mm-hmm. But he's down there and he's got a computer. Yeah. And he's very computery. Yeah, he knows a lot about computer I, stuff. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. He just puts in some stuff, and he's like, "Do do 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 do, click click click, tap tap tap." Oh, I I did all. You know, you called me about your dream, and I typed all the things into this computer here, and then like holes get blasted in a bunch of books. Yes, yes, and something blasts out of the computer, apparently, right, and busts a hole in the books and in the shelves. Right. right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Until later that night. I love how Ethan Hawke sleeps on the roof of his house, I guess. Sometimes. Yeah, he's got like he a just, ladder and a sleeping bag up there. He just so he loves could, space. He just, he just he loves does. space so much. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, he's a kid that loves space. He loves, and this is important later, important in air quotes, uh, he loves old sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he loves so, to dream. Like, Darren is like, ah, I don't ever dream. I don't remember. She's got a sad life. And Ethan Hawke's kind of like, what's life without dreaming? How can you not? Ethan Hawke is our main protagonist, which I think is fun. But when they do decide to build this thing and to blast off in space, he is bringing the least to this group. The one kid, like, knows how to build stuff and he's welding things and... Um, River Phoenix is putting all the stuff into the computer, and every now and then, Ethan Hawke will just look over and go, uh-huh, yep, mm-hmm, yep, that looks right. Uh-huh. He's bringing the hope. He's the hope and the excitement. And he brings the snacks, too. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, he does. Like, I get and it. the tang, I guess, because there's tang, yeah. <laughs> River Phoenix has created a invisible orb mm-hmm. somehow. Through his computer, but through the 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 coordinates or something that were in the dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's able to then type coordinates into his computer, and the orb like flies around the room, and he's like, "Oh, you want it to move left or right or go up and down? Look at this. This is great." No, the well, because the computer, the orb then goes crazy. Right, because the cat jumps on the keys, right, and it like taps and and it blasts out and it flies through the window and it goes all through the neighborhood, just and wrecking comes everything. Back up. around into the house, yeah. wrecking everything, and they it's it's clearly not totally in their control. No. No, not at but all. But fascinating to them. They're not afraid of it. They're not afraid of it at the same time. They're excited by it. They're not afraid of anything. They're, they are not, you know, and again, they're kids. So I, I get that maybe there's stuff that they shouldn't be afraid of that other people are. But also they're kids. And some of this stuff later in the movie should terrify them. And they are mm-hmm. so cool with it. Yeah. All of they're it. They're cool. Yeah. They're so explorers. The next- they are explorers. And and I also don't like the fact that this movie is called Explorers. I thought it should be called The Explorers. Oh, and you that's wanted a dumb it, little thing. You wanted like, that article there? You needed yes, it? Yeah. yeah. So the next day, they're on this hill that overlooks the town. Mm-hmm. And I don't they know. They brought the computer with them. Yeah, he has like a work processor and a computer and everything. And mm-hmm. I guess a battery. I don't know how they're running. But Ethan Hawke then decides to take over because he's playing, you know, big man, smart guy for the kid with a bad home life. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just uh, look at this. So he traps River Phoenix <laughs> in a giant impervious bubble uh-huh. and uh-huh. shoots him down into the earth. Yeah, makes a hole like a groundhog hole into the earth. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. We even see a weird puppet groundhog stick his yeah. head out of the Look sun. around like. Uh-huh. It is so goofy. Mm-hmm. 
and it may be a sign of things to come in this movie because I didn't need to see puppets or people in rubber suits. Or... This is going to happen in Freya. It's what's going to happen. Finally, it is kind of funny to see River Phoenix kind of floating in this ball for a minute. Yeah. But he releases him because he's kind of freaking out, obviously. I don't even know how he releases him, but he ends up, he's like in a tree or he's stuck in a tree. and Oh, yeah. River Phoenix seems a little concerned about mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke is like, hey. He's stoked. He's like, whoa, we can use this little floaty ball for lots of fun things, like spying on the girl I got a crush on. First he said, we can look in the top of the girl's gym, which doesn't make any sense unless, like, does the girl's gym not have a roof? I assume he's talking about the girl's locker room, but is there no roof? Is Mm -hmm. is it, like, is it a sun roof? Because they're floating above it. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. But he's got a better idea, and it's to creepily spy on this girl that he's got a super crush on. While she's, like, on the phone eating a peanut butter sandwich or something, right? Uh, it's a Boston cream pie. Oh, it that's is, right. That's right, Boston cream part pie. of the movie was kind of gross because he's, he's walkie-talkie. Why he's relaying this information to the other two sitting at the bottom, but he's like, Ooh, yeah. She's in the Boston <laughs> Pie. Oh, she's on the phone. Uh, I was like, this is gross because, I don't know, he's like 12 or something. There's... Yeah, we didn't need this love interest. No. We really didn't. It was more fun to just have these three boys kind of romp around. I mean, if anything, they should have made Darren, this boy with the sad home life, like a girl with a sad home life, like a tomboy. But we didn't need the love interest. They're too young, really, to have such a strong love interest. And she, like you said, she goes nowhere. She's got minimal role. Um, And again, not to take it back to Goonies or Stranger Things, but man, I mean, you got three white kids with brown hair like it's kind of i mean if it wasn't river phoenix and ethan hawk people i know i would get these kids confused oh like there's no minorities and there's no girls like there's there's nothing differentiating these kids Mm -hmm. except for what they're wearing yeah river phoenix is like oh yeah yeah you know uh, that was fun to do that uh, spying on that girl for some reason and uh, the whole thing's running off of a nine volt battery which doesn't make any sense again science behind this question mark so now one of your favorite parts of the movie and one of mine is that the sad kid takes them to the junkyard where he goes to hang out when things aren't great at all yeah This is the place where he gets to go. He knows the guy that runs the place. He knows his dog well. He's been there quite a few times because he's tried a lot of things on this dog to get him to to ease up. And the thing that works the best on the guard dog of the junkyard is um, bubblegum. Apparently the dog likes to chew bubblegum and it distracts him enough where he's going to chew it. And um, I wish he had blown a couple bubbles. That would have been hilarious. But he doesn't. Um, Nonetheless, they go into the junkyard and they find the old Tilt-A-Whirl in the junkyard. This Um, junkyard is amazing. There are carnival rides, gas masks, refrigerators, totem poles. (laughs) It's got everything you could want. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, these gas masks come in handy later. I wondered, I mean, they do wear them, but they're not even really wearing them appropriately, right? Like, they're not, they're covering just their noses or just, like, I don't, right? Yes. And you know that that was an issue on set where they were like, well, they can't wear the ones that cover their mouths because we have to hear what they're saying. Sure. It shouldn't be muffled. So they have ones that cover their noses, but they're little kids, so it keeps going yeah. in their mouth. <laughs> and every time we see Ethan Hawke, he's moving it up because it's like under his upper teeth. Uh-huh. It, it is so clunky and weird looking. Yeah. And thank God later they, they do pump oxygen into that for them. Because that was just absolutely it was just awkward. Yeah, yeah, it was awkward. But it, they make good use out of this. They they decide for some reason, like you said, why they decide they need to have this this spaceship to carry them in this this floaty orb globe thing. I don't know what the but they decide in, when they get to this junkyard that that's what they're going to do. They're going to make this spaceship with the tilt a whirl so that they can all get inside and then use the computer to get the glo- floaty orb thing to float them all in in their spaceship, which they name um, 
the Thunder Road. Uh huh. Uh huh. And like you said, the 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 kid with the sad home life is good because he can help kind of put things together. Yeah. And good with the, his hands. Yeah. Good with his hands. He's, yes. And uh, River Phoenix is the smart one. He can kind of get the computer all jiving. And really. Um, Ethan Hawke is just kind of pumping them up and so excited that they're going to go and explore outer space. Um, He's also their... in charge of sort of decorating it. We do see him putting up NASA oh, yeah, stickers inside. And he puts like a, a space shuttle as a hood ornament on this thing. Yes. Yes. So yes. it is almost like the other two are like, I don't know, let's just give them something to do. Like while we do this, let's tell him to go gather stickers and, and he can paint a racing stripe on the side if he wants It'll or be something. Be fun, yeah. Yeah. And it's put together with like there's a TV, there's a garbage can. I really liked it. Like I love yeah, it's got the a cool look, look, look to thing. it. I agree. And it's so roomy inside too. I know Very spacious are pretty for the three big, of them. But no. It's big enough for the three of them. They're not sitting on top of each other. Mm-mm. They have cool red lights like they have christmas lights inside yeah i think that was ethan hawk yeah oh, yeah. oh no he brought the yeah. christmas lights definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah he's like this is gonna work they have snacks and did the masks at all give you a blue velvet flat um flashback <laughs> i did not think of it i didn't think of it once i try not to look at 12 year old children and think of blue velvet understood understood gotcha well i had i wrote down they were wearing blue velvet masks <laughs> <laughs> but um then, then they do. They, they, their spaceship um, begins to float above they the dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks ridiculous. Like with today's technology, it looks like garbage. Like, oh yeah, it looks oh yeah, terrible. it's very eighties-ified. But they and the funny thing is, is besides the dogs, like you said, they they drive, they float through the drive-through, which is also playing some sort of sci-fi movie. Yeah, and they, nobody notices that they are floating above them. We they, see a random. We see a couple in a car. Yep. And just one. At one point, the guy goes, "Look at this." It looks so fake. And yeah. I guess he's referring to their spaceship, but we're not even sure. Nobody looks up and goes, what is that thing? It doesn't look like anything that's on screen. So I can't think that anybody is Except, fooled by Except, well, mm-hmm. so, and then they lose control somehow. They crash into the movie theater. It makes a big hot mess. The only people that, I don't know what those two are doing in the helicopter. I want a movie about them. <laughs> I want a buddy comedy where Meshach Taylor and Dick Miller are just hanging out in a helicopter. They're patrolling. Are they like the local cops in a, in a chopper? I'm not sure. So I think they're just two guys just hanging out. Just hanging out. I want a story like they're old Vietnam buddies or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't this know. Is like I need. A little... I need something, and also the fact that Meshach Taylor is out of the movie the moment he gets out of the yeah. helicopter. Yeah. And also, like, later on, Dick Miller's on the phone with somebody, and he's like, man, remember that dream that I had, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it goes like, nowhere. this is going to come to something. No, it doesn't. I know, it's so weird, because you just need to know that he, because, yeah, he talks to somebody on the phone about how, I guess because he used to, as a kid, have similar dreams, like Ethan Hawke has. Don't know. We don't know. Because yeah. mm. then after, then I was like, Oh, is he going to be the villain of the movie? Like, this is awesome. But no, he looks up and he's no. like, yeah, way to go, kids. Yeah, he's proud Do of it. Him. Yeah. Like, what? What are yeah. you? Who are you? And just, again, just like you did um, with uh, River Phoenix, you might remember uh, listeners, Meshach Taylor as Hollywood uh, from Mannequin, of course. Mm-hmm. And you may remember Dick Miller getting electrocuted. Buy a robot in a mall as a janitor mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. Mm-hmm. So people are in old movies that we've done. We will always point that out. <laughs> they have this whole issue. And you're right. Meshach Taylor, Dick Miller, they're just in a helicopter hanging out and they see it. They're the only two that see it. But we do see that it's in the newspaper when they land. It's all yes. <laughs> newspaper makes quick news well they get they get into outer space for like a minute but then there's yeah. some kind of oxygen problem they lose air so they land and yet yeah, then they they see that the and ethan hawk immediately wants to go back he he right. they yes. got a little they're like oh that was fun we got to have that one adventure and he's like oh no that was just the start we got to keep that going um 
we made the spaceship. We have to, I think he says, trust the dream. And the other two are kind of like, ah, I don't know. We were, there's this stuff in the paper now. People are going to catch on to that. Yep. Word. We did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, in the paper right away, they call it the UFO. Yeah. A UFO sighting, right? And again, the other two are out. The other two are like, no, 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 no. Or Until. The the, yeah, the kid with the bad home life is like, no, 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 no. And River Phoenix says something like, well, we have to, you know, we have to work on this. We have to figure it out. There are issues, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then they all have a dream that they're all in together, right? They all have like an overlapping dream. Yeah, where they have a dream about another circuit board mm-hmm. and another thing that they all have to draw, mm-hmm. which I don't understand. I guess this is just the coordinates to the alien spacecraft, right? And I think that we're also supposed to think that the aliens are communicating with them through these dreams. and, and right? right. I mean, uh, I certainly didn't think that until they meet the aliens, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think that then later on that's made very clear. Yeah. Like, if you were able to figure it out, unlike me, great. But for (laughs) people like me that just didn't know what was going on, the aliens kind of say, hey, we've been in your dreams or whatever. Right. Whatever it is, I guess it's just new coordinates. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense about the science of this movie. We've said it before, but I'll just say it again. Reiterate, yeah. Um, So they fly into space. Mm -hmm. They have a clear mission now, Mm -hmm. which is to find aliens. And, And I think it's important to mention... At this point in the movie, we've really glossed over the majority of this movie. If you're watching this, you're like 45 to 50 to maybe an hour into this movie at this Mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. So all that time was spent like really establishing these three characters and them building this thing and bonding. And now just forget all of it. Just forget, none of it matters. Before they, they head yeah. out into space when uh, Ethan Hawke is writing his last will. And his mom's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm writing a letter to Grandma. Because he knows he's going into space and he doesn't know what the outcome is going to be. But yeah, now now that we get into space. Oh, and you, you're right, then the helicopter guy finds his jacket and kind of threatens him for a minute, but that goes nowhere. Like he you said, weirdly he, threatens him, like, is this your jacket? Kid? Because there's some sort of relation there that we don't really get into. What? Like a little flashback maybe when he was a kid and had a similar, like, oh or God. did the, if the wouldn't aliens would have mentioned him. Sorry, wouldn't it be hilarious if at the end of this... Dick Miller flew into the dream. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like right instead beside of the, the girl. girl. Yes, <laughs> instead of her. I agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Write her mm-hmm. out of this movie. Mm-hmm. No offense. She's not necessary. I almost called her Jenny Lewis. Like, just you don't. You, it's it's a character we don't need. Agreed. Now they zap into space. Yes. And somehow they get into this other like like the alien spacecraft. Right. They get kind of. Can I just point something out real quick before they get there, which Mm -hmm. is something that I think about a lot when I watch movies with uh, aliens or, you know, whatever. They're talking about how they might be aliens or aliens are communicating with them. And and Mm -hmm. I wonder what these aliens look like. And Ethan Hawke is so he says something so great because he's like, it could be anything. They could be slimy blobs or they could just be thought waves. And I think oh, that yeah, every time yeah. I watch like Star Trek and it's just like, oh, look at this alien. It's just like a guy with green paint on. And I'm like, okay, all right. It's a guy. He's got three eyes, but he has eyes and a mouth. And I think also that makes it more of a bummer when they actually meet these aliens. No, and it's not this like. No, it's nothing we haven't seen before. It's nothing new. It's nothing original. It's nothing entertaining. It's. I fast-forwarded through most of it. I have you did? It. You didn't want to watch it? You were bothered by it that much? I try so hard to make it a point to sit through our movies, even if there are long stretches that I don't like. When I saw what was happening, I was like, I You're cannot so watch annoyed. this. And You're even so while annoyed. I was fast-forwarding, I was watching the time go by, and I was baffled by how much time we were spending on this. Well, because they meet the aliens. That's This is what they... They, well, first there's this mechanical spider that kind of chases them. I think it's supposed to be scarier than what it than what it is. 
Um, and it takes weird pictures of them. It touches their butt inappropriately. Oh, my God. You have yeah. these weird mechanical hands come out and frisk yeah. him. And yeah. he's got a picture of this girl in his back pocket. Yeah, yeah, because he's really got a good yuck. crush on her. Yuck. You say yuck. I guess I say yuck. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Yes. What's really creepy is, okay, so actually it's just the two of them. Ethan or River Phoenix has kind of disappeared from the, oh, the two, yes. right? he's been separated. When he gets separated, it's because he's found the female alien, mm-hmm. and they're getting it on pretty nicely, actually. She's she, talking like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. But she's really intelligent. River Phoenix really likes how smart she is. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're these... Okay, so the aliens are... They're like these slimy, blobby Muppet aliens. Yeah. Um, with these, like... Slimy Muppets. Eyes. Yeah, slimy yeah. Muppets. That's mm-hmm. a great way to put it. And they kind of... The the boy one, she kind of talks like Marilyn Monroe. And then he's kind of always doing these, like, TV show one-liners and stand-up bits. Um, because just as Ethan Hawke like to watch old sci-fi movies, they gleam all of their information about mm-hmm. Earth from, I guess, TV shows. Yep. Um, which really throws uh, River Phoenix off. He's like, I can't believe they watch TV. What the hell? Like they're. He does a "What's up, Doc?" when he first sees him. Oh my god! That was yeah. it. I was. So That's when jarred. you were like, "I, I know." Was, I know. looked at this stupid-looking alien, this stupid-looking rubber costume, and when it said "What's up, Doc?" in the Bugs Bunny voice, yeah, I was like, "I am out. I'm done." What is happening? I'm what done. is Anything happening? Anything I enjoyed about this movie has been destroyed. It is goofy, and I see uh-huh. where if it didn't go here, this movie could have been like super amazing because sure. you've got this yeah. great beginning of these three boys and their friendship and you're mm-hmm. kind of on board and they build this yeah. cool spaceship. So had they found even a, a cooler, even a little more scarier, more intense alien creatures or just kind of explored space a little more, it could have been more interesting. It felt like the second half of the movie, like obviously the movie was made for kids, but when we get to the second yeah. half of the movie, it felt like it was not only made for kids, it was made by kids. Oh my God, 100%. That's when, that's why I think you get a little lost. And even my husband who liked the movie as a kid was like, yeah, I didn't like this part because you wanted it to get a little deeper. You wanted it to go where, where it could have gone. Yeah, or just something where they go and and I really enjoy when they're exploring the spaceship and it's just it's nothing. It's just cold and it's mechanical and there's nothing there. And even if that was it, even if they were like, well, I guess we found intelligent life, but it's not a thing. It's just machinery or something. But that doesn't even happen. It's you're right. This it feels like. Two thirds of this movie was written by an adult, and then he gave it to a child and yes. said, "I don't know, figure out the end." And that's what happened. I definitely see how it 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 dampens the movie, but <clears throat> then I could see, like, from a little kid's perspective, I could like I kind of enjoy. I thought it was cute and funny, not in a. Uh, I just I I. <laughs> I agree with you that the second half of the movie is where it's like, oh, this, what is it doing? But at the same time, I think I enjoyed it a little more because I was a little more lighthearted about it. Okay. I even, right. we watched this with my mom and she agreed that it got goofy, but she was like, <laughs> oh, it was kind of funny. And she thought the dad alien was hilarious. She's like, he was okay. so funny because he's just like mumbling. And how fun is that? Um, we have seen a lot worse in oh, this no, no. podcast. <laughs> And I think I was anticipating, yes. like, it... It's strange, because I think if I had not enjoyed the first two-thirds of this movie... Yeah. I probably wouldn't have been so upset. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the beginning of this. And yeah. I thought it was going to be something that I really liked. And that's what made this even yes. more disappointing yeah. when this happened. I agree. And then yeah. even this, like, their interactions with the aliens kind of go nowhere. He just kind of says a bunch of... Jokes. Hey, we watched the aliens sing an entire song. Yeah. An entire song. And for these kids that were kind of like, I don't know, this is kind of weird. They are into it. Yeah. By the time he gets they're to a song, their heads they're to the sitting songs. there yeah. like on beanbag chairs mm-hmm. with lava lamps or whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. And they are 
all about this. Yeah, he's singing some kind of like, I don't know. Suddenly, the aliens are afraid because they are picked up by quote-unquote space pirates. The space pirates, of course, end up being the alien's father because these aliens are just kids. But this was was a part of the movie that made me really laugh and kind of like, I'm not saying bring the movie back to me. But when this father alien comes in and Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix are like, what is going on? And this kid who apparently has an abusive father is the one that's like, oh, yeah, that's his dad. It's (laughs) totally the dad. Yeah, it's totally the dad. Yeah, he knew. He picked it up. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. My dad sounds like this guy every Every day. day. Yeah, just yelling. Because, yeah, the dad kind of mumbles. and like, these children aliens are like, I guess you got to go now. Our fun's over. Yeah. Well, the whole thing. And if they were doing this and there was more of a social commentary to it, okay, fine. If there was if there was like a negative, like TV is bad because blah, 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 blah. Or they show clips from old sci-fi movies like, well, we won't go down there and interact with people because we've seen what they do to people like us or aliens and, and all that. But it's just. It's all discussed in about 20 seconds. Yeah. It's all just like, eh, whatever. Oh, and you you have so many germs. We had to disinfect you when you came up. Oh, really? Let's explore that. No, get back in. Get out of here. We're done. Yeah, we're, like, you should leave. Yeah, we got in trouble for calling you guys up here. Our dad's yelling at us. And then that's it. Then, 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 then that's it. Yeah. And then they come back Oh, they to give Earth. him a necklace. They do give Ben a little space necklace, right? Oh, and he gives them a harmonica, oh, yes. and then they kind of eat the harmonica weirdly, right. right? Yeah. And then they they zap away. They leave. They zoom away, mm-hmm. and they come back, and they crash land into Earth, into like a uh, bay some or something? Water. yeah. I didn't know they lived near an ocean. <laughs> I didn't know either. But they don't drown or anything. They're safe. But their spacecraft sinks. Right. Does this girl live at the ocean, too? Because they Because they far. appear to fly... By her window, and she looks out and goes, oh, that's weird. Again, yeah. the only person that sees any of this. It's her. Mm-hmm. And then she's watching them as they come out of the water. They don't see her. She doesn't talk to them. Mm-mm. There's no Mm-mm. interaction. Mm-mm. They watch their spacecraft sink. And I guess that's kind of the end of their adventure. Like, yeah. They don't say, like, oh, let's do that again or – it was easy enough to make that orb. I'm sure they could just make another one. No, it's like the it's like the alien dad ruined all their fun, and now it's like mm-hmm. you guys can't hang out anymore. Yeah, and they don't. And the boys are sad for a while. They have a sad little time by the by oh, that treetop. Yeah, and the raincoat. River Phoenix is wearing a trench coat at this point, like a large, a large elderly man's trench coat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, and then this is, they're back in school. We do have throughout moments where the boys are in school and they couldn't concentrate and focus because they were thinking about their space trip. But well, now they're back because in Because they were school. up all night welding and, right. and stuff in the creek and nobody heard them, I guess. The girl passes, yeah, nobody heard any of yeah. this. The girl passes a note like she knows about the trip somehow. Yeah, she says, so she, have, have a nice night. trip. Question mark. mark. Yeah. And when she turns around, when she turns around at that scene in school, I was like, this is the most solid screen time she's had. The mm-hmm. most time that the camera is on her, hangs mm-hmm. on her, is about three seconds at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I mean, you have Camp I Me Love right around the corner, so good for her. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, two, two actors who had some drug issues were in this movie and both ended up not making it. Mm-hmm. Oh, did so. she die? Very recent, just last year. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. Didn't know that. She had a rough, rough life as a child star. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. R.I.P. Yep. Indeed. Then. Yeah, yeah. She just <sighs> overdosed. I think it was about a year ago. I don't think it was maybe 2016, 2017. Oh. But yeah, very recently. Oh, and then he. Ethan Hawke has that uh, that crystal necklace or whatever it is that the aliens gave him. And right. suddenly he's in the classroom and it's empty. Oh, yeah. But they're tilt-a-world in the corner of this room. And I was like, yeah, I don't yeah, their know what is, is going there. on at this uh-huh. point in the movie. But it doesn't matter because they all have their weird circuit board flying dream. I guess there's no circuit board. They're just flying. No, they're all just flying in the clouds. They're mm-hmm. all flying 
His crush joins them on this flight. They hold hands. The aliens have made them all able to dream together. And because they stole that picture of her, I guess she's now in the dream. She's in it because she's part of their, I don't know, because he expresses to them that he someday she'll be my girlfriend. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then that's it, right? That's Those are the explorers. Um, I think I am coming down on the side of a not recommend. Oh. I think I'm not going to recommend this. I think it's because of the second half. I oh, liked it. Oh, it is. Okay. I liked it. I I. I didn't love it, but I liked it, and I think depending on the person, I would recommend it. I think I would. But with the warning that you could probably turn it off when they get to meet the aliens. I, <laughs> or choose your own sounds, adventure after that. That sounds so strange to say. Like, it's it's so weird to recommend a movie. To not and, watch the Like whole I had thing. said earlier, yeah. Or, or there are plenty of movies I've seen where I'm like, well, you know, in the middle, there's like a 15-minute period where it really drags. But rarely do I see a movie where I'm like, you know what? You don't need to watch the end. Don't watch the end. Don't watch how this movie ends. Right. Watch most of it. But, but don't, you don't watch have the to ending. <laughs> like, well, and I think the other reason for the recommendation is to recommend watching it is because the actors being so young and being their yes. first movie and getting to watch them – It'd be a different movie completely. It would be an unrecommended movie if the actors were were bad, because the the boys do such a good job that that also makes it enjoyable to watch and and recommendable. But if the if they were if they didn't do such a good job or they were different actors, I think it would have ruined the movie completely. Because yeah. with the ending and with poor performances, I think you'd feel really mm-hmm. just you'd feel like you watched Mac and Me. But in this case, because there was better acting. And oh, my God. Do you agree? Do I do like you... Mac and me more than this? Mm. You know what? That's a decision I'm not going to make because well, I don't know. What Mac and me has on this is that that McDonald's performance well, really right. outdoes the alien's saxophone. Like Right. Yes. For... So what do you recommend then? Where do you go I'm going to recommend. I have been... I think pretty good about recommending movies. I know you like to dabble in books sometimes. Sure, sure. Television the box. series. Yeah. One time I think you told people to watch a specific <laughs> workout video or something. Because <laughs> somebody made a like a jaguar video. face or something. A yoga video, yeah. <laughs> I think that was your cat people recommendation. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I am going to recommend a web series oh. it's dumb to call it a web series because now you can find it i don't know if it's on amazon i think but you can find dvds of it um it is kind of hosted by joe dante oh. and it's called trailers from hell oh. which is it's great because they uh he has famous directors really well-known directors like classical directors and contemporary directors and what they do is if you watch this, they will show a trailer for a movie, uh-huh. for an old movie mm-hmm. that this director likes. And the director talks about the movie while the trailer runs. And that's it. Oh. Like Each conversation is about two to three minutes, however long Quick. the trailer is. Okay. And that's it. And you can find it online. It's really great. It's enjoyable. It's fun to see okay. the types of movies that these directors liked, you know, from when they were kids or, you know, whatnot. But... Uh, it's really good, and Joe cool. Dante is very involved, so that's something worth checking out. Awesome, very cool. You always what have you always have that? out there. Uh, mine's not that original, or that you mentioned it before. I have not seen the third uh, season of Stranger Things, at least not oh. yet, not by recording. So instantly, it was Stranger Things that kind of came up on my mind because I haven't seen the third one yet. So I just i I'd say Stranger Things. That was it. Yeah. Nothing too obscure, nothing too crazy, but um, Listen, not a yoga video. love Stranger Things. Yeah. I, I've watched the first two. I watched the first episode of the third um, for the first episode, and I don't know if it's going to continue like this. It's like somebody just grabbed a cassette of songs of the 80s. I think in the first five minutes, they play three different songs Yikes. that are just so... 80s, like greatest hits collection, oh. of the 80s. I don't know if it's going to continue, um, 
but it was kind of fun and annoying at the same time. Oh, because so much 80s. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward so to much. the third season. I liked one and two. Of course, I liked one better yeah. than two. Yeah, um, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the second one. And as of maybe by the time this episode airs, I will have seen it, but not yet. So um, watching so this, I had Stranger Things back in, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Find out. If hey, if you it. come tomorrow to uh, the Philadelphia Podcast Fest, I might have seen it, and then we can chat about it. Yep. You can ask her. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, yeah, I finished it on the plane ride over. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually watch Supergirl, so but I'm prepared to talk about Stranger <laughs> Things Season 3. Who knows? We might just <laughs> talk about Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> You'll never know if you, you don't won't know show up unless you come. Or That's not right. a patron. That's right. All right. So I said that we've sort of dug ourselves into a rut, at least from my perspective. Yeah, terrible movies. Yeah. But or I'm not looking at what we have coming up, and I'm pretty excited. I think You're it's stoked. all turning around. Here we goes. Starting with People may not agree, but starting with our next episode. So, Jamie, you know how I like to sometimes uh, choose actors' birthdays. And they're never heavy hitter actors. <laughs> they're never the big ones. No, they shouldn't uh, be. They're never the small ones. What is your feeling on Melanie Griffith? Oh, hmm. Yeah, I don't Ooh, really like that face. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyway, it's <laughs> Melanie Griffith's birthday, so we're going to do a Melanie Griffith movie. Um, this movie is called <laughs> Cherry 2000. Oh, I wish it was under the Cherry Moon 2000. Oh! I'd be into that. <laughs> now, Jamie, I don't know if you know this movie. It made the rounds on HBO a lot when I was a kid. I don't know it. Um, I'm going to say, think of sort of a mashup of Streets of Fire mm. and Mad Max. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe I can get into this. Where Melanie Griffith like plays a badass with like a shotgun hey. and she's got a great wig on in this. My it opinion ever may amazing. change then. Yes. Exciting. Okay. It may change. So All right. uh, that'll be our next episode. But again, before that, you can find us at Tattooed Mom. Tomorrow, be there. You can go to Patreon. You can get our episode that comes out on August first. It's a really um, fun one. Really Beverly fun one. Hills, Madam, mm -hmm. Madame, if you does, will. You know, does one of the escorts become pregnant? Maybe is another one brutally Is anyone murdered? murdered? Question mark. Jeez, it's who's that French guy? Don't know. You're gonna mm -hmm. have to listen to find mm -hmm. out. <laughs> oh. I'm so glad we're doing TV movies. So that is going to be every year. That's going to be our August Patreon every year. Beverly Not Beverly Hills Madam every time. No. But a TV movie every time. So Maybe we'll get to uh, I Know My First Name is Steven. It's a little sad for oh. our Isn't podcast. Like a two-parter too? Oh, I think it is. Well, there's a long story to tell because there's the kidnapping part and then there's the part when he gets back with his family. Oh, you know what? Uh, Corin <laughs> Nemec follows us on Twitter. Maybe we can get him to come on for Yeah. That. We could talk it right through with him. I like it. Uh, you're right. Because, you know, I'm sure he's so sick of talking about Parker Lewis can't lose and just can't wait to talk about the horrible child abuse <laughs> movie he was in. Based on a true story. I know. Yeah. Oh. Eek. Don't read about right. that guy in real life either. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, so anybody, anybody. Anybody, anybody that's still listening, I guess. Anybody. Anybody out there? Uh, Aliens? Anybody? As we always say, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Instagram. Are we still on Instagram, Jamie? We sure. are. We are. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. You should. Um, and, uh, oh, give us a uh, give us a rating and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as they call it now. We never ask for that. But we um, like it when it happens. Yes. That yeah. helps us. If yeah. you're not going to Patreon us, you can help the show that Then way. patronize us now. Then patronize <laughs> us. Such close. So on close. On Apple Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, say nice oh, they're really. so great. <laughs> People won't know. People will be like, are they being sarcastic or We're not, not sure. Understand. We're not sure. They must be Patreons or They give them a one-star review but said they're great. I said don't great things. know what they're confusing. doing. So confusing. Yeah. Oh. So do that. And um, I don't know. Anything else? 
I feel no. like this has been a short episode. And well, because you, you're just blasting into outer space, and there's there wasn't really a lot to this a lot movie. That yeah, it's yeah. A lot of kids sitting around building, and a lot of then the weird Tron graphics. Everybody, we will see you either tomorrow at Tattooed Mom, or we right. will see you in two weeks when we watch Cherry 2000. So Ooh. go watch Cherry 2000. Also for Cherry 2000, Jamie, I didn't tell you this. We might have a guest. Ooh. I'm not, not 100% sure, but we might. Okay. Keep us posted. Is it Melanie Griffith? Maybe. That's what I wondered. Is but it I'm Antonio sorry for making Banderas? that face. Is it his parasitic twin? I wonder. Have <laughs> you seen that one? Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah. I know Andy Garcia had one. Oh, I yeah. thought it was Andy Garcia. I thought I confused them then. I know people are constantly Wait, getting Andy was Garcia. Was Antonio Banderas Andy Garcia's parasitic twin? Maybe. Oh. maybe that's what it. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this long enough. We're just trying to pad it. Trying to get. To I like it. Time. I like it. All right. All right. Everybody, we will talk to you again in two weeks. Have a great two weeks. Take care. The screen door slams. Mary's dress waves Like a vision she dances Across the porch as the radio plays Roy Orbison singing for the lonely Hey, that's me and I want you only Don't turn me home again I just can't face myself alone again Don't run back inside, darling You know just what I'm here for so you're scared and you're thinking that maybe we ain't that young anymore. Show a little faith, there's magic in the night. You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're alright. Oh, and that's alright with me. Good night, you covers and study your pain. It costs you lovers, those isn't around. Waste your summer. For twins called Parasitic <laughs> Twin, and it's Andy Garcia and Antonio Vanderas. <laughs>